Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Off licenses in Dublin won't be selling alcohol before four o'clock tomorrow. It's a self-imposed booze ban. It's a voluntary ban in an effort to try and tame down some of the St. Patrick's Day celebrations. We're asking, is it a good idea? David is on the line. David, do you agree with this voluntary ban? How you doing? Uh, I, I I don't really know. No, I don't see the point in it. Um, I don't I don't understand what's the end goal for 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 banning off licenses on one day. I I I fail to understand that. Like, what's the reason for it? What why why what 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 reason are they given? So, well, pres- presumably, it's to try and curb the the sale of drink during the actual parade in Dublin. I think it's from half twelve until four o'clock is the is when the ban kicks in. It's to coincide with the actual parade. Yes, yeah, and that's is that coming from the off licenses directly? Well, that seems that seems you you're asking why is it being imposed? Well, I'm asking why and who's imposing it? Is is it voluntary from the off licenses or is it is this a government thing? Oh yeah, no, I think the the off licenses from what I heard this morning and, and certainly from talking to some of them off air today, I'm yet to come across an off licence um owner who isn't happy about it in the in the area in Dublin where this is in place. Now if there's anybody who um, who is dissatisfied with it, please do give us a call. It's eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. See, so your concern, David, is more about who's imposing who's imposing this and why. Well, it's not. Well, yeah, a kind of, but like, it doesn't make any sense from for, for, for to me why they would ban it for so many hours because of the parade. Like, just for argument's sake, if somebody wants to get drink from an off license, like, surely to God, they're not that stupid. They can easily fill up the day before or two days before mm. so like it, it doesn't make any sense to ban it for a few hours just for people to stop buying drinks okay. they can get drink elsewhere and the second thing then I suppose which what I what I think is is, is this the, the make, doesn't make any sense is it's actually highlighting the Irish culture of drinking even more because this is obviously with social media St. Patrick's Day is an international day really because America's the Americans do it, you know, it's all it's it's notified all over the world that it's an Irish day celebration, a day off. And like it's going to get out, obviously, if it hasn't got out already, that the Irish off licenses, the the drinks providers are banning alcohol on the day of the national holiday. It's just highlighting any more uh myths that the Irish are there for drinking and drinking yeah. only. Yeah, well, it's, it doesn't I mean, make any yeah, sense. The, the guards have said today they think that the ban it's to try and discourage street drinking while the crowds are, are gathering for what is a family yeah. friendly parade. Kim is with us as well, David, on the line. Kim, do you think this is a good idea, this voluntary ban? I think this is a fantastic idea, Andrea. This was done before. It worked like a charm. Um, I, I would just take this moment to remind people that on-street drinking is actually illegal in this country. And the St. Patrick's Day Parade is very synonymous with Ireland. We, it, it is televised all over the world. We have a huge number of visitors here. It's very important to our international image that we're not seen in the light that the on-street drinking presents us. I think it is a fantastic idea. It's great to see all the agencies cooperating with, you, with each other. There is a determination that this day will go well, that there will not be any trouble on the streets. And also that the families will have an opportunity to enjoy it. And it's only up to four o'clock. They have the rest of the day to drink. So what's the problem? But to go back to David's point, like, I mean, if people are going, like, you can still go into a pub, 
by the way. It's not, yes. this doesn't extend to pubs. But it's the on-street drinking that causes the, tr- the trouble in the city, Andrea. The pubs control their own arrangements for, by and large. There are a few offenders, but the main body of the publicans are very good at controlling their own premises. The on-street drinking is where the trouble arises. And this just takes it out of the picture. Um, this idea that they'll buy it a couple of days in advance, um, I don't think so. I think that they'll wait to come in until, until it's much easier for them because people who are willing to drink on street in this weather are generally have a problem with alcohol anyway. You think ev- everyone who, who drinks during... No, the- not everyone, but the vast majority of the people who come into the city centre to drink, a lot of them have, right. if they're okay. drinking on the streets. I mean, you don't sit in the rain and drink in the streets for a, a nice, pleasant social occasion. You know, uh, the weather is absolutely awful at the moment. It's only after four o'clock. It's, it's not all day. So if people would just leave that there and say, you know, the families can come in, they can have a very pleasant day, the parade can go off. It makes policing the city much easier when they're not mm. dealing with drunks on the street. And then if they want to drink later on, they will drink later on. But that's another day's work. Gerard, do you agree with this voluntary curbing of uh, alcohol sale in the off-licenses? I do indeed, yeah. Yeah, because uh, it's getting out of hand every year because I, I am out there working and people that are really, uh, I mean, you see people walking around with with cans in their hands and drinking oblivious. And half of these people don't remember St. Patrick's Day, you know. So the health and safety issue there because the, with the hospitals, uh, the guards have a, have a tough job. Taxi drivers have a very tough job because other forms of public transport don't exist after 11 o'clock at night. But we won't go down that road mm. because you might be talking to the wall talking about that, you know. When you say you, do you work in the city centre? You'll be working tomorrow? Oh, I do. I, I bring people into the parade and I'll probably walk about, about seven o'clock and then I'll see people getting drunker and drunker and more aggressive. I say, it's time to get out of here, you know. And when when you say it gets worse in the evening then, like, will this ban, will it be effective then? Because it's only, my understanding is it's from half twelve to four o'clock. Well, no, it, but it's a step in the right direction. You should have done this 10 years ago, you know, because we've already painted the limits that we're, we're, you know, we don't really we drink too much, you know. Mm. To go back to David's initial point, like it's a sort of a, it's a, it's a pointless ban in the sense that if people want to go and get drink to have, you know, whether it's in the house for tomorrow or to go to a parade or to bring out in the street, they'll go and get it this evening anyway. Oh, of course you will. They've been doing that for years on the night before, you know, Good Friday. You know, so that nothing's changed. But for you, Kim, it's all about taking, it's the, the easy accessibility of it. It's, it's about removing that for you. The thing, And it's a step in the right direction. And every step in the right direction is to be welcomed. This is, this is a really good initiative. It really worked the last time they did it. It made a vast difference to the city centre. And I really think that it is to be welcomed. And we shouldn't be naysaying it and saying, you know, it's only a couple of hours, it's this, that, and the other. It is a step in the right direction. And every step is to be welcomed. We need this sort of initiative. You know, the publicans have recently been looking for uh, the vast reduction that was in place during COVID to be continued. I think the government could reduce the VAT on non-alcoholic drinks in the pubs if they want to take this a step further okay. and try to encourage people that way, provided, of course, that the publicans would pass it on to their customers. That, that would be the crucial yeah. point. Okay. But, you know, there is a move towards less drinking. We can see that in the stats. We can see that the younger people are not drinking the way other generations did. 
And this is this is a really positive step. And I think we should all get behind it and we should look at the positive side of this because the city really needs good initiatives like this to work. Lorraine is on the line as well. Lorraine, do you think this policy is necessary? Hi, Andrea. Um, I don't know that it will make an awful lot of difference, to be honest with you. I do think it's a good idea, yes. Um, but also, is it not true that it'll only be off licenses in the city centre? It's only not, in cer- it's only in a certain area, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, I mean, there's nothing stopping them buying it just outside the city centre, if you know what I mean. You know, they have backpacks all the time now, and they just put their cans in there. I <laughs> excuse me, I have a terrible head cold, no, but no, um, no. I um. I, I don't know that it will make an awful lot of difference. I agree with, with what the lady said. It, it, of course, it's a step in the right direction. But, you know, they can buy it in supermarkets. You know, it, I know the supermarket section of the off-license would probably be closed. But um, I don't think it'll make an awful lot of difference. I think it's the, the policing would make a lot of difference. And I think having one sergeant and three guards on every local street is a joke. I think it's just... It's just for show, more or less. It's bringing the army. That's what I say. That the you army shouldn't control. Have to, shouldn't have to do that, you know. Who, who's oh, that? That's David, not. is it? Or, or? Yeah, I, I agree. They shouldn't have to do that. But like you just said, Andrea, I haven't been in in the centre cities. In fact, I seldom go in at all. But I haven't been to a parade in maybe thirty, forty years. I just tell you one thing uh, uh, in regards to what you said earlier on. I was in Boston for Paddy's Day on my honeymoon, which is 40 years ago now or more. Yeah. And uh, we were brought to a function that evening by my sister-in-law who lives there. And um, my husband and I at the time were the only two people that walked into that function that didn't have green from head to toe on us. <laughs> and yet we were the only true Irish, really Irish people yeah, there. the two living but in Ireland were, were the only two not... Yeah, ex- exactly. Like for the we, event. <laughs> yeah. we didn't go as overboard, let's say. I mean, yeah. we had green hair, green clothes, green everything, you know. But um, I, I, I was absolutely shocked. They were also shocked that I didn't drink because I didn't in those days. I didn't drink till I was well in my 40s. But um, yeah, but it's just the difference. I think when you're away, Ireland, and you're from Ireland, anything Irish means an awful lot to you because somebody got up and sang when Irish eyes are smiling and I cried Where for the whole hour. <laughs> I think we're not sure yes, who we've someone in the background there, I think, cutting in. And eighteen hundred no, you're okay, no, it's not, not on your line, Lorraine. It's eighteen hundred four five three one oh six is the number. But Lorraine, your point on this is that you you're not you're not convinced it'll work. I'm not convinced it'll work. I think it's a step in the right direction, yes. I think it's a good idea. I mean, but um they're hardly going to they're not going to close the pubs. And also a lot of pubs have outdoor you know, it's like today's a lovely day and they have seating outside, they have smoking mm. areas. People will stand, I've seen many, you've passed many a pub in Dublin City and half of them are outside drinking. I know that's up to the pub to regulate that, but they're outside drinking, if you know what I mean. They're on the pavement outside the pub. There could be chairs and tables and all of that. I don't, it, yes, it's a good idea, but I don't know that it will make an awful lot of difference. Okay. I, I don't think the, so. the area is mainly affected, seemingly. It's along the parade route. It's from Parnell Square in the north inner city down to Cuff Street in the south inner city. Takes in parts um, of the, the districts covered by Store Street, Fitzgibbon, Mountjoy, Pierce and uh, Kevin Street guard the stations. Um, this texter has got in touch. Aidan says, I agree with the approach that's been taken by the off-licences on the day and I support it. It is a step in the right direction. Not to be, uh, it shouldn't be talked down because it's not a complete ban. I say well done to all in implementing this. I was in the city uh, last night and to me I found it quite intimidating, says Aidan. Uh, John in Kildare says, it won't make any difference. Uh, your call 
caller Lorraine is correct and I do think the younger generation are reducing their alcohol but perhaps it's the drug taking that has increased according to, to John and Kildare. Kim, just to go back to one final point you made, like you're very much in favour, you, th- you see this as a step in the right direction. Should this policy be extended then to other days? Like, why I don't just know stop it tomorrow? That, well, the reason to stop it tomorrow is that we have this big parade and the city is the focal point for a lot of American and other visitors that come here for Paddy's Day. And I'm in, I'm in the city centre, I have a business, I'm looking out the window this morning and I see Americans walking around dressed in the green already, actually. But we need to present a good image to them and we also need to show Irish people that you can enjoy yourself without uh, trouble always. The city is in trouble at the moment it is not being policed effectively, it is not being cleaned effectively and it is not being managed effectively. So is it a this little bit a like we can't be trusted to behave ourselves then? We've no, it's not that at all. It's a matter of how the city is managed and how we do things in the city. And at the moment, things are not being done correctly by the various bodies that are involved. Now, this is one very positive thing to show us okay. that uh, we can give a good presentation internationally and also it demonstrates to all and sundry that when those agencies pull their fingers out we actually can take okay. control of the city and run it properly lunchtime live with andrea gilligan weekdays at midday on news talk now we're talking about this um voluntary drink ban on all off licenses in dublin city center it's going to be in place from four o'clock until four o'clock, I should say, tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day, according to the Gardaí. Uh, lots of you getting in touch with us about this. John is on the line. John, do you agree? Uh, no, no, I don't, but I don't know. It's just like, there was so much hell was there last weekend about the skip that was done in America about Irish drinking. And I think this only goes to prove that the Americans are right, that the country, they look back as if they're a shower of drunkards, like. And people calling for the amateur Ibrahim to control them, like, and put the ban in for four hours on with St. Patrick's Day, like, you know, and there's a lot of Americans coming over here now, and it's not going to look very I, good, I can it? barely hear you there, John. The line isn't great. Just hang on till I try and re- reconnect with you there, if you, if you don't mind. Chris is with us too, though. Chris, what's your thoughts? Is Chris there? Hello? Yes, Chris, you can hear me all right. Are, are you yeah. in favour of this idea of a voluntary ban? Well, I think it's just an Irish solution for basically for for an Irish problem. I mean, what difference does it make? As, as everybody says, the people who want to get to drink will get to drink. Um, the people who don't won't. I mean, if they want to, if people want to drink in Dublin city centre tomorrow, they're going to do it because they they can go to the off license tonight. They can go to the off license on their way into the city. So, really, I think it's a stupid solution. You know, I mean, because it's not actually solving anything. It's doing nothing. The pubs are open. The pubs are open, yeah. But I suppose the the idea is that it will stop people from being able to buy a drink in an off-licence while the parade is is underway. But, but, I mean, the people are going, if, if they want it, they're going to buy it and bring it in with them. I mean, that's what, that's what they're going to do. find a way around it. Oh, but there's no way around it. There isn't a way around it. You don't even need to look for a way around mm. it. Because, because, I mean, as you're travelling into the city, you just stop off at your local, your, your local off-licence of the local shop and buy it and bring it with you. you know? So it makes absolutely no sense because it doesn't stop the problem. 
Do you agree? Because, do you agree, Rob, with Chris? Yeah, I think. Look, I think there is ways around it. I don't think it's really solving a problem. Like we see it on days when when off licenses are closed. You know, like when Good Friday when they used to be closed, everybody stocked up their trolleys on Holy Thursday. So people will just go and get it if they're looking to get it anyway. I don't think it's. I think it just needs to be managed better on the streets. People not so visible. Um, drinking on the streets. I'm just back from Chicago, and a lot of the a lot of the places, public spots over there, are closed during the parade and the river turning green, and um, just to stop people drinking in those sorts of places. So it just needs to be probably managed better. And um, it is a tough one though because it's a busy day for for guards and publicans and and everybody else. So it's 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 a hard one to manage. But if people want to buy drinks, they'll buy it beforehand. They'll buy it, you know, whenever they can, and they'll stock up as needs be beforehand. To make sure they have it on the day. So, but it, it just needs to be managed better, and it doesn't need to be a big drinking session all the time during. I think mm. if you're not drinking, like I was in Chicago, you enjoy the parade, you enjoy the, the river turning green, you enjoy the, the celebrations, and I think we should be able to enjoy it a little bit better without having the drink side. But that can be done maybe later, and possibly behind closed doors as well would be my take on it. John, you're back. D- do you think this policy is it? A- a step in the right direction. No, I think we're going to try and reconnect there with John. Um, text in from a listener who says, Andrea, will you please stop calling it Paddy's Day? It's a day to celebrate St. Patrick and not St. Paddy. Yeah, that's look, that's a fair point. This texter says, the drink ban in Dublin City will do nothing to entice me into town on St. Patrick's Day or any other day. I actually think, um, I think Dublin is actually, it's a horrible city. Best be avoided at all times. And I live in Dublin, says this texter. I was in Leeds and Manchester cities over the weekend. Clean, safe and no issues. I don't think Dublin's horrible. Definitely. Like, look, absolutely. I mean, it's there's there's issues, but there's issues in, in every city. I don't think they're exclusive to Dublin. Um, the point, Chris, though, that was been made a little earlier that, like, why curb it just for, why, you know, Im- implement this policy just for a short period of time and, and the idea that, you know, like... Why not do it every every other day then if we're going to just do it in St. Patrick's Day? But that's what that's the problem. I mean, the 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 issue is a bigger it's a bigger issue than than it actually is. You know, we have to move away from having having to go out and get locked every time we have a party. You know. So it's about sort of making people kind of stop and think. Yeah, I mean, I like my point. I like going out and having mm. a few drinks. But I mean, people have to. Uh, People have to know their limits, and they have to. And it's it's more an issue of teaching people that look. I mean, drinking on the streets isn't is isn't it something that you should be you should be looking to do. It's something that you should be moving away from. But I mean, that's a societal thing we have to look at. You know, I mean, it's not going to be solved overnight, and this isn't going to fix the situation because, I mean, if they, as as Rob said, I mean, he was bang on. I mean, if people want to drink, they'll drink. What we have to do is to, is to get people to actually look at look look at um, social events without the need for drink. Well, look, if you agree with Chris on this today, keep your messages coming into us. We'll come back to this maybe a little bit later in the programme. You can send us in a, a message on WhatsApp. It's free. Or send us in a voice note if you want either. It's 087-1400-106. Chris, Rob and John, thanks a million for getting in touch with us. As this listener here says, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that we can't be trusted to buy drink. I think this policy is just nanny state gone mad. Another listener, it's a joke. Next thing, they'll be introducing a St. Patrick's Day tax on pints in an effort to curb 
too much drinking and also to make more money. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.